Pittsburgh Steelers fans know their team has to be active in free agency this year. And one of the top targets that everyone thought might be available definitely is going to be. We'll talk about J.C. Jackson a bit this episode, but we're also going to talk about Art Rooney II because he had a lot to say to our guest today, who we always have on Fridays, Jenna Harner from Channel 11 WPXI. She did a great interview for Channel 11. You can go watch that full interview on WPXI.com. But I wanted to talk with her and get her outlook from the conversation that they had because there was a lot to gleam about the future of the franchise and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Chris Carter of the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Hit the like button on this video if you're enjoying it. Hit the subscribe button to our YouTube channel to get all of our daily content coming right to your YouTube page. If you want to help out the show any further, give us a five-star review with a positive comment on Apple Podcasts, and you get a special shout-out at the end of the show. We thank you for making the Locked On Steelers podcast your first listen every day. Joining me, as always, on Fridays, it's the wonderful, the amazing Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. Jenna, what's up? Chris, how are you? Happy Friday. We made it. Another week we down. Uh, I need the rain to stop outside here in Pittsburgh, but I want to get back to those like 60 degree temperatures. That would be, that'd be ideal. It was so nice. It was such a tease. I was like frolicking around. I was just like, I was just running around on my block, like just like spinning in a circle with my arms out. People were looking at me like, he's drunk. And I'm like, I might have been. But uh, uh, but no, no, I was not drunk. But I, it was just, it was just the fact that I was just so happy with that weather. I didn't have to wear a sweater. Like I was wearing a t-shirt. Like what, what is this life? But uh, certainly that was that was great. Now, Jenna, I, I want to ask you about. We're, we're gonna get to J.C. Jackson in a sec. But mm-hmm. you told me off camera that Art Rooney had a very interesting response when asked. How are the Pittsburgh Steelers going to keep up with all these quarterbacks in the AFC? Not just Joe Burrow, not just Lamar Jackson, but also the Josh Allens, the Patrick Mahomeses, and the Justin Herberts. So many talented guys are going to have to keep up with. But he had an an interesting answer for you. He really did. And it was one of those questions, you know, I was the question prior. I was asking him, you know, about the division, knowing that you're going to face a quarterback who just went to the Super Bowl in his second season and Lamar Jackson, ideally when he comes back to be healthy. And he mentioned Mm -hmm. to me, you know, the other quarterbacks in the AFC, you know, it's a tough division to play in. And so I asked him, you know, there's a gap right now, or at least does he see kind of a gap, like you said, between the Kansas cities, the Buffaloes, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he really honed in, on defense, he said, you know, we have to be as strong as we can at every position, but he, he made it a point to say, you know, the best remedy to play against a good quarterback is to have a great defense. And so we'll be focused on that. And then was when he said, we'll be focused in on bringing in the best quarterback that we can have under center with this offense, improving everywhere we can. But I found it really interesting. And yes, of course, we were talking about opposing quarterbacks but he made it a point that, you know we need to get better defensively before he was mentioning the quarterbacks 
that's a that's the interesting part there because we've all been talking. I've been talking all week about how Mason Rudolph, even if he is the guy, there's a blueprint for this. But it seems like on this, this is why I've been saying this for so long in this podcast. I know everyone's talking about trade for Aaron Rodgers, trade for Russell Wilson, get this guy, get this guy, get a draft Kenny Pickett, blah blah blah. And I'm not saying those aren't eventual solutions, but the primary focus of this team and it needs to be, and Art Rooney's been saying it, needs to be the defense. And it's going to be the defense. You've got yeah. stars there already. TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, Mika Fitzpatrick. We'll get to Stefan to it in a bit because he talked to you about, about him as well. But yeah. you have you already have playmakers on that side of the ball. You have the potential to be the best defense in the NFL if you just add the right pieces. And I think that it's interesting that Mr. Rooney is so keyed in on that. But what's very even more interesting, I think, about it than right now is that this week we had updated news on one of the top free agents who look like they're going to be available. We weren't sure what was going to happen because everyone's right now is in the franchise tag period. If if a, if a guy if a guy is going to stick with the team, is he going to get the deal that he wants? And J.C. Jackson, the cornerback for the New England Patriots, who everyone I think is their consensus top cornerback in free agency, maybe even top cornerback in the NFL right now at 26 years old, he said, he said out in public, quote, I guess they feel like they don't need me. I guess I can't be that important to them. I know I am, but they're not showing me that. That's a huge quote from him, and it's showing that there's, it's a very good chance now that he's not going to be a New England Patriot. And if, if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers and I want to be a great defense, I need a top cornerback, and there is no more top cornerback in free agency than that man. No, and you're making those phone calls. You are having those conversations with him mm -hmm. because, again, we talked about this, I think, last episode too, but depending on what you decide to do with Joe Hayden, with Akello Witherspoon, I mean, this is a home run. This is a no-doubter to me. And, again, we know the Steelers have money to spend this year that they have it in years past. When we sat down with Kevin Colbert um, on Monday when he talked to uh, members of the Steelers media, it was very interesting because he was asked about kind of the tactics in free agency and how this team plans to attack. And he goes, you know, we haven't been that team that's like the front of the line. Go get all these big guys. And I don't really see that identity changing. But then he kind of like walked himself back a little bit and was like, However, at the same time, I can't say that because we also haven't had all this money to spend. Exactly. They're not tied exactly. to Ben Roethlisberger's contract anymore. Exactly. That, that's the whole point is that yeah. this is the first time you get to invest in it. And without a big name, this is what teams that don't have the Supreme quarterback contract on their roster do. They go and they load up all their different positions and they, and they load up to try to get at least one of their units to be truly elite. And then if you hit, if you hit it at quarterback, great. And then you have a chance to, 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 you know, if you hit, if you hit it with a, with a cheap quarterback or, or a rookie quarterback that you, that you get in the draft and they turn to work out, then you have an, an elite team around them and you don't need the rookie quarterback to do that much and the more that they do the better you are that's what the Bengals are benefiting from right now with Joe Burrow that's what the Chiefs benefited from for the first four years of, of Patrick Mahomes that's mm -hmm. what the Chargers are benefiting right now from Justin Herbert even though they're not capitalizing on it and that's what the Steelers benefited from when they drafted Ben Roethlisberger he had mm -hmm. he had a team around him that was just so talented and they could afford to pay the, 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 that, that group to be talented um, even if uh, not all the talent was homegrown and JC Jackson is one of those guys that you know if if this was this was last year or any other year for the past 15 years, 13 years, they wouldn't have been able to get this guy, you know, unless no. they, they they unless something else, you know, they, they, they let someone else go. But now legitimately, you can say, like, you know what, J.C. Jackson could you, you make a serious offer for him and J.C. Jackson gets to say, hmm, 
Do I want to play for Mike Tomlin, who everyone seems to like? Do I want to play for Brian Flores, who everyone seems to like? Do I want to play 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 in this team that has T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick, who we have in my back, and Cam Hayward getting? A, you know what? I could be part of that team. I, I think there's a lot of upside. Uh, and I talked about this earlier in the week with Brian Flores and Mike Tomlin being a tag team that could help the Steelers win free agent ba- free agent battles. This yeah. might be one. This might be the biggest battle for them to win. I, you took the words right out of my mouth. The fact that Brian Flores is here, and I mentioned this, I actually, you know, asked when I was talking with Art Rooney and I was asking him about this. I said, you know, everyone I know, colleagues of mine in Miami, had nothing but unbelievably, incredibly, incredibly good things to say about Brian Flores. And hearing them talk about what it was like with the players, too. The players on the Dolphins, from all the, all the things I heard, absolutely loved Flores like absolutely mm. loved the guy and were genuinely devastated when he was you know when he was fired by the organization like there was a, a multiple there were multiple players that just were beyond bummed out about it because he was their guy so that is something too I think a lot of people are like letting sink in a little bit is like hey by the way not only do people want to come play for Mike Tomlin but oh you have Brian Flores on the defensive staff again you have guys like TJ Watt Cam Hayward Minka Fitzpatrick in that room if you're a defensive free agent, the Steelers look pretty enticing. Yeah, exactly. It just they they, they look like the group that is like, hey, I can go play with that elite group, and we're gonna set a whole new tone here that could play yeah. around. And, and 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 again, not just the players, but also the coaches and the environment that they want to be around. The Steelers have a really good reputation at the Pro Bowl. All the you know the, the all the players were asked if if you didn't if you had to play for a different coach, who would you want to play for? And the majority of them said Mike Tomlin. Uh, I think it says it says a lot. And again, Brian Flores came to Mike Tomlin asking for advice, looking, looking, looking for an outlook to help him with his career. And that turned into him joining the Pittsburgh Steelers. So many things add up here. J.C. Jackson, could he be a Pittsburgh Steeler? We'll find out probably in a few weeks here. But we got a lot to talk about. I want to ask Jenna. I want to ask you, Jenna, more about your conversation with Arunia II because there were a lot of great things that you that, that that you pulled out of it. We learned about more about the quarterback outlook, Stephon Tuitt's outlook, the naming rights of Heinz Field. We'll get to all of that in just a minute here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. But first, I got to talk to you guys about BetOnline.net. Football might be over, but the basketball season is well underway for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, and everything you could think of when it comes to sports betting. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter. She's Jenna Harner, and we're talking about your Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, Jenna Harner, you did a fantastic interview sitting down with Art Rooney II. Um, I want to get back to this discussion here. Now, uh, I, I, back to Brian Flores before we move to the other parts. I thought it was very interesting what he said to you about Brian Flores and the outlook that he had and a very specific comparison to a legendary Steelers coach. Yeah, and it was really funny because, you know, obviously a lot of people were going, when we had to sit down with Art Ernie, a lot of people were going to be asking him, you know, hey, you guys just hired Brian Flores. What was the thought behind that? How did the process kind of all shake out? But 
I was really intrigued. I kind of wanted to know, you know, what is his role going to be? What do you see his role being? Because there's been a lot of talk too of, you know, he's such this good defensive play caller. Is this the potential for him to kind of potentially fill into that role? Is he going to be doing that? You know, how are him and Terrell Austin going to work together? Um, so I had, you know, I had asked our Rooney a couple questions about him, but basically I had said, you know, what do you see his role being? And Art Rooney basically said, you know, it's going to be kind of a little bit of an unusual role because of the fact that he's been a head coach. He mentioned he really feels like Flores can work well and help Mike Tomlin with things, which kind of, you know, lit things lit up a little bit in my brain. But then it was really interesting. He said, you know, you look over the years, we've had people like Dick LeBeau come in, who was a high profile coach and was able to help make a difference. Coach Flores will be given an opportunity to help have an impact on this defense and we're really excited about him. And I just, you know, I don't want to hang on words or hang on, you know, overanalyze everything. You know, everybody's already doing that with the whole Aaron Rodgers Instagram thing. So we're not here to do that, but it was wildly fascinating to me that he brought up Dick LeBeau and said, you know, Dick LeBeau had a lot of success, came in as this high profile guy. I'm like, you're not just kind of pulling that name out of anywhere. You're not like and that's the thing is that, you know, you you go to that name and there's a lot of respect there. You know, it's not yeah. just it's, it's not it's not just it's like, oh, that's just a guy. Dick LeBeau was such a huge person for this organization for so long. He had a stint in the 90s, went away to kind of figure out if he could be a head coach. Didn't work out, came right back to the Steelers in 2004 and then assembled one of the, the, the I'd say the second greatest defensive run that the Steelers have seen in the franchise's history, second to only the steel curtain of the 70s. And yeah. he was the guy that headed that up. Now, is Brian Flores going to be that guy? We're not saying that. Brian Flores has no. also still never been a defensive coordinator his career. He was a, a linebacker's coach, a safeties coach, and then, of course, a head coach. But he's a guy that carries with him a lot of experience, a lot of insight, and a lot of respect. And, uh, yes. you know, all, all the things that, like you said, people have heard, there's good things being heard about Brian Flores. If he wasn't getting an opportunity anywhere else, why not give him that shot with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Why not just shake, shake it out and see what happens there? I thought that was very fascinating. Jenna, he also kind of kind of gave us the same, Art Rooney, of course, gave us the same sort of uh, response about Stefan to it that we've been hearing for a while, the whole door open thing, but wouldn't give you a definitive answer. What was your take on, on his response? Well, it's kind of interesting because the way that I read it from Kevin Colbert and we talked to him on Monday and the way that when I talked with Art Rooney one-on-one, -on -one, it felt different from the two of them. I felt a little bit more, I guess, optimism with Kevin Colbert with the way that he phrased it and phrasing is everything. And again, we can't really hang on every word in that type of situation, but I felt a little bit more optimistic. Kevin Colbert was kind of like, you know, we we hope he's back here as a Pittsburgh Steeler kind of thing. Right. And I asked Art Rooney, I said, you know, I didn't want to say what Kevin was saying to kind of lead him in any direction. But I basically right. said, you know, it was a really tough year for Stefan to it, both dealing with his injury and everything that was going on in his personal life. Do you see him as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year? Is that your hope? And he couldn't really give me a definitive thing. He's like, you know, honestly, right now, we don't know. We're keeping the door open, but... Um, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure. I want to, I want to quote it correctly too. I'm scrolling down through the transcript here. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, take your time. But he said, uh, we don't know at this point where Stefan is going to be and what his ability to compete for a position here next season is going to be. We've kind of left the door open. We have to have more conversations with him to understand where he is. That to me felt a little bit more uncertain. I, I, yeah. I guess I, I felt a little bit more like when I, you know, 
had tweeted out the way that Colbert phrased it. I was like, okay, this seems a little more like, yeah, probably he's coming back. And now if you're looking at this, it's like, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Yeah, that's that that whole response. I, I think that's the where the Steelers are. They just don't know what's going to happen with Stefan to it. And it's our jobs as reporters and, and, and podcasters and, and writers and all the and, you know, TV reporters. It's our job to keep asking them. We have to figure out what's what's going to happen here. We asked yeah. almost every media availability to Mike Tomlin uh, over the past year. And every every day it was we don't know. We'll let you know when we hear something. Um yeah. But, you know, but Stephon too, it's a major piece of what this team is supposed to be. He's also a major part of this team's salary cap hits. Um, mm-hmm. So they they need him to either be available or they need his salary cap spa- space to be available so that they can further fix the defense. But he's a major storyline for this team. Now, of course, another major storyline is going to be the quarterback position. Already also talked to Jenna about that. We're going to get to that point and talking about is Heinz Field going to stay Heinz Field? We'll talk about both of those things in the, in the next segment here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. But first, I got to talk to you guys about Built Bar. It's the time of the year where everyone starts to give up on their New Year's resolutions, but not you, not this year, because you're sticking to your resolution and eating right because you're going to get some Built Bars. Built Bars are going to make it easier because they're protein bars, but they make it so easy to eat them because you're going to actually enjoy them. If you try the Puffs flavors, you're going to be really enjoying them because Puffs are the, are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow they're fluffy they're marshmallowy and they're just like a protein they're, they're not just a protein bar they're a treat and they're covered in 100 real chocolate be sure when you try the puffs you try the f- different flavors there's cinnamon churro there's coconut marshmallow there's banana cream pie they're all so good and they're gonna become your favorites very soon all built bars are covered in 100 real chocolate and they get they'll have around 130 calories just only four grams of sh- sugar only four net carbs but packs 17 grams of protein while the average candy bar has 240 calories 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. You're getting such a better experience by eating the built bar. And there's so many flavors to choose from. There's double chocolate. There's peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, all those flavors available. When you go to built.com and the flavors are always changing. So go to built.com, find out what flavors your favorite and have it delivered right to your door. But when you do make sure when you're getting ready to place that order, use the promo code locked 15. That's L O C K E D one five locked 15 at built.com. And you'll get 15% off your next order of built bars. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter. She's Jenna Harner, and we're talking Pittsburgh Steelers after Jenna's interview with Art Rudy II. Jenna, Jenna, got to ask you about the quarterback position. Now we've we've heard a lot of different takes on this. I've I've talked about it a lot this week about how Mason Rudolph, if he ends up being the guy, there's a way the Steelers can kind of live with that. But I've also made, you know pointed out Kevin Colbert said back at the early part of the week the Steelers were going to bring four quarterbacks to camp. It was going to be it was going to be Mason, it was going to be Dwayne, and two other guys. What was Art Rooney's answer when you asked him about that situation? It was something very similar because I asked him, you know, everybody's been asking him who's going to be your starter. We wanted something a little bit more than that. So I kind of touched on the fact that, you know, they, Dan was in charge at the time, Dan Rooney, um, you know, they passed on Dan Marino. And then from yeah. 1983 to 2004, this team really didn't have that franchise quarterback. And now of course, Ben Roethlisberger retiring, things change a little bit. So I basically said, you know, what's the importance of having that franchise quarterback? And then we dove into a couple of things more. And then I said, you know, is you, 
is are you guys going to explore things through a trade? Is there a chance that you're going to explore things through a trade and not only do that, but potentially go after a high caliber guy, an Aaron Rodgers type, a Russell Wilson type? And of course, he's not going to tell me straight up, yeah, we're targeting Russell Wilson, you know, we're going after <laughs> we're going after Aaron Rodgers. You heard it here for like, no, he wasn't going to say that. Um, but it was really interesting. Again, the way that he kind of phrased things. He basically said, you know, we are going to bring somebody else in to kind of challenge. Because I said, you know, Kevin said yes or earlier this week that if the season started tomorrow, Mason's your guy. And he said, you know, if the season started tomorrow, Mason's our guy. But we have the guys here, but we also want to challenge them. So we're going to be bringing somebody else in. So the fact that him and Kevin Colbert both said that to me or both said that to us indicates to me I think there's a little more here. I'm not saying it's going to be a big name type guy, but they're not just going to go out and get like, you know, I, a random backup. I, they're not going to go get, you know, uh, I was going to say, is AJ McCarron even still in the league anymore? Or, or, <laughs> somebody to that extent. Like they're not going to go get like a third string type of guy. I think they're really going to go after someone they feel can challenge Mason for that top spot. That that's where I, I that's where I'm at. This is all about finding guys who are actually going to push Mason Rudolph and to say, "Hey, you're not just going to walk into this and think this is your job. You're going to have to earn it every step of the way." And, and that's also been my position all along. I'm saying that if Mason, if if they go into the season with Mason Rudolph as a quarterback, all you the bar that Mason Rudolph has to meet isn't going to be that high. He doesn't have to be an elite yeah. quarterback or even a very good or even a good, just decent. Don't turn the ball over. Take advantage of what's in front of you. But here's the other thing. You can get a free, a free agent quarterback or even a rookie if they work out the right way to do that as well. And that's where right. I think the Steelers are exploring right now. They want to see what are our best options to put someone next to him because they I don't think they particularly care if it is Mason Rudolph. They just care that it's someone who fits their, who fits what they're going to need to do. And they and, and as as Art Rooney basically revealed to you in this interview, they want to be a great defensive team again. They want to be focused on that. I, I also imagine they're going to want to focus on the run game to make it easier on the passing game, so that they don't need it, so that, that their offense can score points without the electric quarterback that's that's lighting up the field, uh, you know, with passes all over. So. I'm right. I'm right with you. I think that's and, and what Art Rooney said is in is is in lock and step with both Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin. Because Mike Tomlin said it in the in his final like you know you know his, his postseason presser, uh you know at the at, you know at the facility he said like you know yeah sure those guys are the guys that are at the top right now but like they they're gonna have to earn it next year too which means they're bringing people in and like you said it's not gonna be AJ McCarron it's not gonna be you know like a you know the, the Green Bay version of Josh Dobbs or Deshaun wherever Deshaun Kaiser is in the world it's yeah. going to be guys they're like and like maybe not guys that are like you know terrifying you know maybe it's Marcus Mariota maybe it's Jameis Winston maybe it's Carson Wentz maybe it's Mitch Trubisky um you know it, okay Jenna I've been asking everyone this week this question we have we have two hype trains that have been built right now uh, on on this show. Mark Caboli came on Monday, and mm -hmm. he has he has now started the, the hype train for Carson Wentz, and it's called the Wentz Wagon. And then I love yeah, it. Yeah, but we also have Tony Cerrito who started it first. He started the Trubisky train, and these are two two of our camps. So I have to ask you, Jenna Harner, do you co-sign with either of those, or do you have your own? a quarterback that I will somehow find an alliteration for and make it a hashtag. Wow. You're, th you know, honestly, my brain, I, I just, there's been so much talk about Jameis Winston. I want to go on record by saying I'm not leaning in that direction with the Winston <laughs> wagon. I mean, come 
on. Ooh, it's, but, but we have the Wentz wagon. We got to think of something wagon. different, right? But I want them to race. The Winston. Is there another W? Can we get is there a is there a vehicles that start with the word W? Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna see if Google can help us. Out. Vehicles that start with W. The Winston Wagons. The James Jetta. The James 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 Jeeps. That that the, the James Jeep. Jeep. That, that could work. The, there's also the Jeep Wrangler, so you could say like the Wrang. Ooh, Jeep Wrangler, Jameis Winston. I think we got it right there. It's the it's the Jameis Winston Jeep Wranglers. Let's go. That's our new hashtag, Jenna. You did it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yes. Um. I I will say that I created that. I will say that I I don't know if uh if Jameis Winston is the guy. Um. <laughs> But that, that can be a discussion for another day. I do <laughs> like the Jameis Winston. The Jeep way you threw that disclaimer, and I'm sorry. I don't know if Jameis is the guy. I'm like, but because you know what you were doing. <laughs> I don't want people coming after me here. <laughs> I don't want to get roasted on social media for this. I just like the Jameis Winston Jeep ring. Okay. I'm here for it. Um, we, now, we now have three hype trains. The Trubisky train. I, can I like? Are they all on like parallel train tracks and they're all going in the same direction? I can like hop from one to the next, depending. That's that's what let's, I'm gonna go with. Let's just say yes. <laughs> what, 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 what am I doing here, anyways? <laughs> so, yes, they're, they're all running parallel to each other in the same direction, and they're all headed to Pittsburgh. It's just about who gets there first <laughs> in this hypothetical race. <laughs> See, it is a race. I love it. It is a race. Oh man. But, uh, uh, Go ahead. You had one more thought on the quarterback situation. No, I was just going to say uh, quarterbacks. Oh. <laughs> All right. Last question I have for you here. Oh. When he did talk about the naming rights, Heinz Field's naming rights are running out. And mm-hmm. it's been a legendary name since it was created in 2001. Um, it was the successor to Three Rivers Stadium, which was always Three Rivers Stadium. That was just what it was. There wasn't any, you know, sponsor attached to it. But there's a question as far as could it be something else? And there's a lot of people wondering, like, man, like switch it from Heinz. Heinz is Pittsburgh, man. Like Heinz ketchup, like the ketchup bottles, and and, and like it would be different if it wasn't Heinz Field. What did he? What was his response when you asked him about that question? He seemed really optimistic, which was a really good thing because I had been hearing a little bit of whispers on, you know, I don't know where it is, the negotiations or the, con- you know, the naming rights deal talks, um, you know, ha- haven't been this big, crazy thing as of late. Um, and it was up at the end of this season. Um, and he said, you know, we're having conversations with Heinz. Um, we'll know the answer to that soon, but I'm optimistic about keeping the name as is. We've had a long relationship with Heinz, um, and we hope to continue that relationship. That's for sure. So this all seemed incredibly optimistic. And again, just the way that he said he's optimistic about keeping the name as is, I don't think he would have spoken that confidently Mm. if there wasn't at least the potential to keep this. Is it, you know, is it a definite going to happen? No, nothing in life is a guarantee except death or taxes, but <laughs> it's my favorite. It's just oh, taxes. I'm reminding myself. I have to do them. That's a do- another topic for another day, but you wanted to make the, a set. The fact that, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to do that on Friday. It's a Friday. We're having fun. Um, yeah. but, but this was something to me that, you know, he seemed pretty confident in that Heinz Field will stay Heinz Field, which I know will make a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans very happy. 
Uh, it's certain that certainly would be a major thing if it could happen, uh, and especially for the long run. Jenna, thank you so much. You're always a joy to have on the show. You do an amazing job at Channel 11, and you do an amazing job here when we come when you bring come on every Friday. So you light up the screen here. So thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you're a great guest. Let people know who can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Oh, well, Chris, thank you as always for having me. It is my favorite part of Fridays. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, Instagram, Jenna underscore Harner, uh, WPXI. We got a bunch of really awesome stuff coming. I want to plug, um, we have our uh, Black History Month special, but it's actually going to be running multiple times. So it's Pittsburgh's Black History. So we really kind of dove awesome. into um, some really awesome stories here in the city, um, you know, celebrating Black Trailblazers. I had the opportunity to sit down with uh, Chuck Cooper III, so Chuck Cooper's son, to talk about his dad's incredible, incredible story. There's so much that I found out that I just didn't know, especially, I I don't know who knows, but the um, University of Tennessee game when they came to play Duquesne, uh, Chuck Cooper was a freshman, um, and Tennessee was an all-white team at the time, and they said, you know, if you have Chuck Cooper, who was black, taking the court, we're not going to play. And Duquesne, like, rallied around Chuck Cooper and said, nope, we're taking a vote, go home, and Tennessee forfeited. So hearing those types of stories and just seeing, you know, the pioneer he was was uh, beyond incredible. So that airs uh, Sunday morning uh, on WPXI at 8.30 a.m. So uh, if you're not up that early, record your DVR. But uh, some really cool stories that we're really proud of. Absolutely. You guys have every reason to be proud of it. Those are some amazing stories. Do check out all the great work that Jenna and the people at Channel 11 at WPXI do here in the city of Pittsburgh. You can also visit their, visit their website, WPXI.com, to see all of their content. Thanks again, Jenna. I'm Chris Carter, host of the Locked On Steelers podcast. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can listen to this show or watch this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this video, hit the like button on the video. Hit the subscribe button to our YouTube channel for all of our daily content coming out Monday through Friday. Some Sometimes on the weekends, if there's something crazy going on, we're breaking it all down. If you want to help out the show any further, go on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review with a positive comment, and you get a special shout-out at the end of the show. Like this person, who and it was, I, I believe I'm going to mess this up, but it says Appalion13, who says, fantastic with their five-star review, saying, I love this show, makes me proud to bleed the black and yellow, might be the best Steeler show in the business. We thank you for that endorsement, Appalion13. We really appreciate your five-star review. And we got another five-star review that's coming on Monday. Someone just left. So if you want to get on get on with your five-star review and get your shout-out, be sure to get on Apple Podcasts and do that. Again, from Chris Carter and Jenna Harner, thank you so much for tuning into Locked On Steelers Podcast. Be back in your ears and on your screens Monday with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers.